Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Well, well, well. What a day it has been in rugby league. A big day. Today, we're contemplating running a talkie on the show tonight. What's your favourite chocolate bar? (laughs) And then news broke early this afternoon about the board stepping down all bar one at the West Tigers. And the rugby league world has just been turned on its ear. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jace. Thank you, listeners. And we're going to hear from, we'd like to thank all you West Tigers fans who are loyal listeners um, about the decision today. And we're going to get into a little bit more detail with one of their legends, their former legends, I should say, who's always been pretty outspoken about the club, but also so passionate about the club. But how ironic is it that as we go to air this very second, that the decision today on the West Tigers and their board stepping away and... Uh, that Tiger Town is on Fox Sports 502. Isn't that, that amazing? And that was already programmed. Already that is programmed. not because of today. Uh, yeah. Incredible news today. Um, from what I'm hearing, it's a good thing for the West Tigers. It's a great thing for the West Tigers. Um, and again, no doubt you've heard the news. Um, Lee Hadjabin, tell us, uh, the chairman has stood down. Uh, Pasco CEO stood down, and six board members, I believe, yeah, is that one right? board member has remained. His position. Now, I've got to say to the board that have, you know, I'd like to think of put egos aside and said for the better of the club, this is this has got to happen. So we'll we'll know a little bit more uh, over the next couple of days. Barry O'Farrell, former New South Wales Premier, who was chair of the West Tigers, two thousand nine, only for about eight or nine months. He will be coming in as interim chairman in the new year, along with a guy you've had a lot to do with, Sats, and I wanna, I've got questions for you around Shane Richardson as yeah. a South Sydney supporter. I love the man. What he did for Souths was amazing. Well, he did the same at Penrith for a few years So as well. he's going to step into the role as interim CEO in the new year as well. He will be our guest tomorrow night on Sports Day. There will be a media conference tomorrow. I think it's around 11 a.m., uh, where Richo, no doubts, and Barry O'Farrell will address the media about the plan for the West Tigers. But he is a legend of the club. He bleeds orange and black, and he's a regular here on Sports Day. 
Benny Elias joining us now. G'day, Benny. Uh, good evening to both of you. Benny. What a good afternoon it is. Well, I was, my question to you is when you heard the news, what, was your, what were your feelings? I look very optimistic about it. Look, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of background work that's been done. It hasn't just happened overnight. They've decided to get rid of the entire board, the CEO and the chairperson. It's been a, uh, a very forensic <clears throat> audit into into a review of all the operations of the club from uh, from A to Z, all the way through from the ball boy through to the to the chairperson, and uh, the results have overwhelmingly stated clearly that. This has to be a brand new slate. And sometimes you've just got to, you know, walk away from something and start brand new. And that's the attitude that the the, the, the Holman Barnes group have decided. And I, I totally applaud them. They were big decisions that needed to be made. And they made it this afternoon. Yeah, I've got to say, whoever conducted the review, Benny, um, I'll take my hat <clears> off to them to uh, come up with such... Uh, such stringent outcomes as well. Can can you explain? I've had plenty yeah. of people this afternoon, Benny, just yeah. normal normal pundits that have come up to me and said, who are the Holman Barnes Group? Can you explain to the listeners who the Holman Barnes Group is? Yeah, it's a, they're people who have been on, they're debenture holders who, who have had a, uh, a debenture hold in the companies of the Asheville Leagues Club for many, many years for the West, well, from, uh, from the Western Magpie section. So they make up that, that board and uh, they control basically the whole operations of the West Tigers. Okay, gotcha. Makes it more makes more sense now. So I suppose the, the, the easy question is, or could be a tough question as well, what does this mean yeah. for the club, this decision? <clears throat> Look, sometimes, you know, you've got to start brand new. Now, in life, sometimes when things aren't happening for you, you've just got to walk away and start, start from you know, from, from the grassroots. And that's what we've got to do. And we've, um, we've had a very painful decade of football. We haven't made a finals in over 11 years. And that is a, a real soul-searching moment for us where we need to make something drastically happen. And the people, the majority of the people on that board have been through the last decade also. So the one common denominator was that we needed to start from brand new. We've got income, as you stated earlier in your introduction, We've got the interim um, chairperson and the interim CEO now, both very experienced in, in their roles. And uh, I think that what they'll do now is contemplate and make every every poster winner with regards to making uh, every decision here on be, uh, be one of, of, I believe, um, you know, of excellence moving forward. I mean, that's, we've got no other choice. We mm. have to start brand new. Mm. Hey, Benny, what do you reckon the tipping point for the shareholders was? Oh, look, I, I, I just think that, that the results were overwhelming, I would say. This is only second guess. It's only my opinion. I think that the, the results from the, um, from the review would have been overwhelming. And there was no other option but to do what they had to do, and that would have been a, that would have been the pillar to, to make sure that um, that we start brand new and, and and start with a clean slate. And as we all know, now I, they they review everything, and we've just got to make uh, make sure that every decision moving forward is is done with um, with, with a bit of with a lot of thought, not a bit of thought, but a lot of thought and, and concentration on, on what the final result is, and that is the results on the football paddock. 
got plenty of confidence in our coach in Benji Marshall. He needs to know now that he's got the full support of whoever comes on board and make sure that we uh, we give him the total 100% support moving forward. Did, did he not before? Sorry? Did he not have the full support of of management before? Is that, Are they your thoughts, Benny, or do you think it's play oh, on? Look, he as did. I, I can't speak on behalf of the board. What it was is I'll revert back to the review that was done, and it took hundreds and hundreds of hours of review with very, very capable people. Uh, people who are business people, people who are sports people, people from all factions of the of the um, the working industry and and the rugby league fraternity, and they've come back and they've made this overwhelming discovery of this is what's most consistent. So let's listen to the people. It's the people's game. So here we go. We start brand new, and that's what we've got to go back. As a, the old cliche says, go back to the old drawing board, and that's exactly what they've done. And uh, from here on, they've got to make some great decisions moving forward with the best of interest of the club and the players who are participating on the football paddock, who is led by our great man, Benji Marshall. Yeah, now, I know Jerome Luai hasn't made a decision yet, Benny. Do you think it'll affect or bolster the chances of securing Luai with this, with this decision? Oh, I think if he sees stability after... I mean, there's big decisions that have been made. These decisions weren't made lightly, obviously. These are very, very big decisions. And to make such a drastic decision with, you know, the entire board, the CEO and the chairperson, that that is amazing. It's like a massive earthquake in the joint. And, you know, we need to settle down now, get back to the grassroots and start, start, um, you know making things work and build them this time, make, and make sure that if there is another earthquake, that the buildings are going to stand solid. Mm. And that's what we're about. And for, 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 for the 5-8, for Luai, come to the club, I would say that, look, I think they've got their, you know, they've got their backyard in order and I think you know, they, they've got positive direction moving forward in the next little while. And I'm sure that that would be a club that you want to be part of. Well, that positive direction, I've had a lot to do with this man, Shane Richardson, as the interim CEO. And he has positioned himself, Benny, over a number of years as a man who's very good mm. at crisis management. So, yeah, the club yeah. financially is in a good position. They've got a good centre of excellence. They've got great pathways. So, from Shane yeah. Richardson's perspective, what do you think his first recommendation should be? Look, I, I can't talk on Shane's behalf. I'll just reiterate what you said, is that he's very experienced and that's what we needed at, at this very, very critical stage. Right now, we need a critical man who's going to lead the, the pathway and, and, and Richo is basically the man to do that. You know, As you said, he's only interim. He will probably take his time to, to, to make decisions, I think, for the betterment of the club overall for from his perspective, and, uh, and I've got total confidence in that. You know, the, they haven't done this. This A lot of thought's been done. What, what, this, they haven't got out of bed one day and decided, let's set the board and CEO and the chair first. A lot of consideration's been done, and the two people they've put in place for the interim are going to be very, very important to, for the next couple of weeks for the club. All right, Benny. Um, you sound like you're, you're on board with this uh, change today, and as a... A Bowmain legend. Let's hope this turns things around for for the joint venture and we can start seeing, well, let's hope they don't finish bottom of the ladder and let's hope Benji gets the room he needs to coach the team 
to some success. Mate, thanks for your time on Sports Day. We appreciate That's it. That's all right. You can keep this tape. There'll be one thing for sure. It won't be wooden spooners next year. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're going to hold you to that. You know that. Like it. You keep that on table, mate. You I get... reckon we'll suck it top eight. All right. Oh, Benny, let's have a if, And if you don't, we get one of your houses. I'll do the show, show nude if we do that. Okay? <laughs> oh, I, want one, I want one of his houses. He's only got about 300 of them, so that'll do me. See you later. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> See, you Go, See you, Benny Elias there joining us on he's the show. He's a good man. He's a good man. He is. And he's, he's passionate. Well, he's passionate. Uh, he admits that he doesn't know everything that was going on behind closed doors. And, um, yeah, it's gonna. We, we don't know a lot yet, and we'll know a lot more after a press conference tomorrow, and a lot more will start to unfold. And so at the moment, we're sort of speculating around the edges of what may be happening and what has happened. Now, Max from the Gong says, Sats and Woogie, Benny mentioned the board was the one common denominator, but the real one common denominator has been the inconsistency of the effort of the players. And Max makes a really good point. When you watch the games, they're all, they're all pumped. You'll see some awful efforts which can only put down to attitude. You can't blame the board. Now, you can't blame the board, Max, on everything, uh, but there are some sections of the board who are part of recruitment and retention committees that ratify decisions, whether it's coaches, players, whatever it may be. And we're going to touch on that in the next segment around, um, I suppose, my analysis of, of the West Tigers, a decision like this, where they've got it wrong in the past and where I think they should be going in the future and the difference that Shane Richardson could could bring to this club um, in the yeah, in the immediate time. And can we discuss your father threatening him? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> hey, um, mate. The other thing I wanted to um, the other thing I wanted to mention about this, and you asked that question, Luai. If you're Jerome Luai's manager now, right, mm-hmm. knowing that Shane Richardson's going in there for whatever period of time, and I think Shane Richardson will stay there for a, a lot longer than the interim okay. term. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Do you? If you're Jerome Luai's manager right now, what are you thinking? I'm thinking stay at Panthers. Yeah, you've Personally, said that all along. Yeah. Just immediately, I think now he's back at training and another year's been added on. But in saying that, what it does do now, it, it adds another interesting piece to the puzzle around recruitment and around the the discussions that are now having they'll have with Jerome Luai. Because it, it is, you, you, it's a fresh slate. In a lot of areas, you still got the same playing group with a couple of additions to it. Yep. You got a new coach, untested, as well. So there's still a lot of the the factors that are still there where the Tigers haven't shown success. But it, there has been a small part of that puzzle, which has been certain sections of the board sticking their head into areas that are not really required from a rugby league perspective. Uh, recruitment and retention has been a a problem over the years, which will go across well some of those players yep. very soon. Yep. Um, there is still a core, a core factor there that is a problem, which is results on the rugby league field. Mm-hmm. But I think with a decision like this, I think the easiest way to say it is I think Benji will find the role a little bit smoother, if that makes sense. But there's no director of football there either, is there's there? There's no rugby league manage, uh, general manager of rugby league, which is a huge concern. And I've got no doubt during the review they would have alluded to that right? without a doubt. It is one, one so, of the biggest missing pieces in the club. So we'll have Richo on the show tomorrow night. Yep. Um, I mean, that's got to be one of the questions we have to ask. Like, mm. what's what's that be one of his first decisions, wouldn't it? I mean, general manager of footy. It, it, there well, is, it's a conduit between your football department. And management. And the board of directors yeah. and CEO. And allows your coach to coach. That's right. If you don't have a general manager of rugby league, they feel as though they've got to – 
Direct the, line to the coach. Well, they the coach feels as though he's got to do a lot more than what his job description requires. Well, he's got to manage – also, he's got to manage the players and manage up, mm. which is concerning for a brand-new coach. Benji's never coached before. Never coached. Yeah. And you go into a club that's, that's you know, got back-to-back wooden spoons. So it's, yep. it's a difficult job for Benji. But as I said last night, I think he'll do a really good job. But okay. what, like I said, a decision like this, I think, makes his job easier. Not easier, smoother. Right, okay. Yeah. The other thing, too, what, what happens with Richo's plan of getting that 18th license in the NRL? Like, does this, like, th- that's got to kill off uh, uh, another Brisbane team or Southeast Queensland team coming into the NRL, you'd think? You know, I mean, we can ask him. Well, he's, he's got a direct line to the NRL. He's had strong ties there for a number of years. But if he's at the West Tigers, you would probably think that he can't do both or, you know, has he, has he less, left the Brisbane Tigers to go to the West Tigers? You know what I mean? There's a lot of questions around One thing this. I'll tell you about Richo, he's yeah. an amazing poker player. Is he? Yeah. He can. Has he taken your money before, Seth? I should say he should be working the stoic <laughs> circus because he's a very good juggler. He can juggle a right lot on. of uh, a lot of. Well, the first thing I just thought air. of when this when I heard this today yeah. was that oh well that's PNG the 18th team then straight in makes it even easier. Mm. 18th teams. Mm. Why? Because. Because I, I mean I guess Perth's still a possibility, but you know I've. There are people also pushing for a Western Brisbane, Brisbane team. Yeah. But Richo going the West Tigers, I think that takes that off the table. The Western Brisbane side? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Right. Yeah. Well, so many questions for him tomorrow. We've got to write all these down. All right. Mm. What do you think, West Tigers fans? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Want to hear from you today. What are your thoughts on this? Are you happy with the decision? Are you um, a bit disappointed in the decision today? And the other thing, too... And I've noticed this on social media today, and, and please forgive me for quoting social media, but a lot of people have been saying, now it's time to put up or shut up all those West Tigers supporters who have said, Sats, that we're not getting involved or I'm not putting my hard-earned money down whilst that board is still there or that management mm. there. So is it now it's time to put up or shut up? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, a lot of fans say that out of frustration. Then the footy season comes around again at the start <laughs> of right. next year. Right. We all get excited. We get pumped. Um, yeah, we believe the rhetoric and we we get involved again. That's what's so good about rugby league. It's absolutely. so emotional. We'll continue with uh, the reaction to the West Tigers board decision today. We'll get to some of your texts and calls next. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day. It's a dedication for some frustrated West Tigers fans. My happiness. Big news today. Most of the board, bar one, stepping down from their roles, including the CEO and the chairman of the West Tigers. Lee Hadjman Tellis uh, will be on uh, with Vossi and James Magnuson breakfast tomorrow about 8 o'clock uh, for those listening through SEN. Um, tomorrow night, we're going to have the new CEO, well, the 
interim CEO, and we don't know how long that'll be, Sats. Shane Richardson will be joining us, and you've had a bit of a history with uh, Richo, of course, at yeah. your time at the, the Panthers, and he, he um, he's a very successful man. You know, he goes in, and as you mentioned to Benny, Benny Elias before, very good with crisis management. Outstanding. Mate, tell, tell us, with Richo, what's he going to bring to the club from day one? Well, he'll bring, um, he'll bring a sense of calm, in a sense of calm, where when he walks into your room, he's got, he's got a real aura about him, Shane Richardson, because, because of his track record. Uh, but in saying that, he brings a sense of calm, but also a sense of uneasiness. And now many people are saying you can't have that in the same, in the same room. Well, you can, one, because of the ex- experience. And two, he makes you feel uneasy for a, in a good way because he makes you become a better person within your role. So he challenges you. Absolutely. He'll ask questions that you don't, you don't want to ask in some cases, but it's, it's all about developing people within the organisation. He's ruthless in a good way. He's intelligent from both financially. He comes from a finance background before he got involved in rugby league. Um, he's very intelligent operationally as well. He's got a great understanding of all facets of operations in rugby league. And that comes from the salary cap to commercial department to the digital age, which is really important now. His son, Brent Richardson, who was our ball boy at Penrith, has mm. now got a very good company called Rich Digital, which is all about commercializing the digital age, which, as we know, athletes, well, that's Did, where they live, mate. Everything is in the yeah. digital age now. Yeah. So he's very good across all facets of the competition. Now, the experience I had with Shane Richardson, of course, he knows a lot about coaching as well. He's involved as a coach when, when Johnny Lang was a coach at East Tigers in Brisbane. And then he went to the Sharks when Johnny Lang went there as well in 94, I think it was, yeah. And then from 94, they both came to the, the Panthers in 2002. Now, the club was on its knees, both – um, financially and credibility-wise. We got the wooden spoon in 2001. One of its greatest sons, if not their greatest son, and Roy Simmons was sacked as the coach, along with the CEO, Mark Levy, was gone. A lot of people in their positions, they lost their positions. And Shane Richardson came in, and we knew as players when he was coming in that this is a guy that's going to rattle some cages. And he did from day one. He rattled cages, but he also developed really successful programs with the community, which are world-recognized programs. Panthers on the prowl, they were called. He made some decisions about players that he believed their their mindset wasn't in the best interest of the club. He brought in uh, trustworthy uh, trustworthy individuals into really key appointments within the within the organisation, and he built he continued to build a really good pathway program for for Panthers. And in the space of Two years, it'd gone from last to winning a premiership, minor yeah. premiership and a premiership. Which you're involved in, of course. Yeah, so, I mean, I had an experience. I had a, I had a bad experience with Shane Richardson also when he, he basically had to tell me that there's no money in the salary cap in our premiership year as we were sort of heading into the back end of the season. So I had the worst of Shane Richardson as well. And, and for years I held a grudge against him because I didn't understand the salary cap. But then when I was – a part of the salary cap committee at the Gold Coast Titans when we started that up, I then looked back and realised that this is a guy that it didn't matter about reputations or whatever it may be. He had to make the best decision with what's the best interest of the club. Now, we had Luke Rooney, Luke Lewis, Trent Waterhouse, Shane Rodney, Steve Turner, um, Frank Pritchard, 
Luke Swain, all these young players that are coming through. And it made sense that a guy mm. that was 31 didn't have a future at the club. At the time, I didn't agree with it, but he made the right decision based on the salary cap. So that's the sort of guy that you get. Yeah, that's good. Um, oh, I guess. And it's what the West Tigers, the West Tigers are in exactly the same position. Well, you talk about players, you know, went to the club and there was players that maybe mentally weren't there. And Yeah. I mean, it sounds exactly like the West Tigers. It's exactly the same position the West Tigers are in. Now, I think the West Tigers are probably in a better financial position overall. And many people may say, hang on a sec, the Panthers got all those clubs, but they went through a real lean period there. Mm. But the West Tigers are probably in a better commercial position as what the club, the Panthers were at the end of 2001. But when it comes to credibility in the rugby league world, the West Tigers and Panthers from 2001 are in exactly the same position. And the difference was we made two changes to our team in 2003, two notable changes. A young front row by the name of Ben Ross came, yep. untested, and turned into a grand final and a state of origin front row. And Preston Campbell came over from Cronulla. He won the Dally M in 2001. Mm. Chris Anderson went there in 2002. So did Brett Kamali. And Preston sort of came off the bench. He was thrown into second grade. So he followed Lange and Shane Richardson to Penrith. So there weren't a lot of player changes. Yep. What he did do is he identifies success and he implements it very, very well. And he implements it, most importantly, rapidly. How, how good will he be for Benji? He'll allow Benji to do Benji's job. Now, I, I do apologize because I was going to talk about the general manager of rugby league. And we've got a, a D- Stormy Daniel. There's been a couple of people have texted in as well and said that they did appoint a general manager of footy in mid-November, Matthew Betsy. So, okay. and that's really important. They've got a strong, a strong general manager that understands all the facets of the rugby league operation. Most importantly, recruitment and retention, salary cap, how to run a successful rugby league operation, operations as well, implementing the right people that, that know what success look like. And also ensuring you don't have people around you that are yes men, that are, that are going to ask questions to the general manager and the CEO. And if they've got that in the general manager of footy with Matthew Betsy, both he and Shane Richardson will work swimmingly together and allow Benji to do what Benji does. And that is yep. ensure that he can focus on the team and the underbelly, what's coming through as well. Yeah, that's good. Um, Lee Hadjman, tell us, we're talking about, talking about him earlier, off the air, you and I, and, and mate, you think it's really important that rugby league doesn't lose a bloke like that? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he is the major sponsor, uh, Bryden's Lawyers. He's been a major, he was a major sponsor of New South Wales Origin team and program there for a number of years. This is a guy that loves rugby league to his core, okay? And he probably admits that he felt as though as chairman when the club was failing that he had to probably inject himself into the into the club and the rugby league operations and comment about the, the rugby league operation more because the club was failing on the field. But probably less is best from your chairman. He probably understands that. But, yeah. you know, this is a guy that's not only injected a lot of money into the game, but he injects a lot of money and ensures that a lot of the pathways and grassroots are funded as well. Um, I hope through this whole experience we don't lose him to the game as a fan, yep. most importantly, because he can. He can carry a lot of battle scars from it. And he's a good man, Lee Hedgen Patalis. His decisions and his comments come from a really, really good place. Mm. Yeah. Rightio.
They've lost a few players over the years. They, they have. They, we're talking about this off the air as well. I can't believe there's there's a, a, a seven a list of seventeen, a full squad, mm. a full team of players that they've lost over the years. I mean, one of the biggest ones was their their local junior Teddy Tedesco. Yeah. Like, like were they junior Totolo? I didn't realize actually. Spent no. A lot he of was time a, yeah. He was a junior Totolo, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Never um, got his crack. Marty Marty Tapao. Marty Tapao was there as well. Um, yeah, they haven't had a lot of success since 2000. Won a comp in 2005, of course. Only played in a couple of final series, a few finals of series as well. Um, but uh, Mitchell Moses, of course, is the nephew of of Benny Elias. Uh, Curtis Sirinan, Chrissy Heinington. Um, Curtis Sirinan. There's an argument there that some of them, you know, not Curtis, but there's some of these players that were they at an age where they are either too young and weren't showing enough, or were they too old that they probably moved them on? Tomate Martin, yeah, the West Tigers boy, who's a Kiwi Park boy, then West Tigers had a really good relationship with, with the West Tigers for a number of years. That's where they got Benji and um, players like Tomare Martin out of. So a- Andrew Fafita was another one. Yeah. Robbie, Robbie Farah, they let him go. But um, now, what, the assistant coach of the club is uh, back there. Uh, did we talk about Woodsy? Aaron Wood, over promoting the game in Las Vegas at the moment. We're still scratching our head about that. But he was another one they let go. Just running, uh, you mentioned Mitch Rose, uh gone. Uh, Benji, they let Benji go towards the end of his career. Josh Adokar. Wow. Josh Adokar was at the West Tigers. Yeah, both he and Suliasi Vunavalu made their debuts at Leichhardt over one day. I think they both scored you know, scored multiple tries. Both the same, and both wearing the same number, I'm led to believe. I think it was 23, I think it was. Uh, Bo Ryan, they say, so, yeah, but he wasn't a he wasn't a, a state of origin player. But Bo Ryan's really good for team team dynamics yep. as well. As well, he played Marika Corabidi was oh. a player as well. He went to Melbourne after that. Um, Blake course, Austin, who went to to the Raiders. Yep. So most notable, I suppose, their retention has been poor. Their recruitment has been poor over the years as well. I got to say, I, I felt as though the second Michael Maguire was a poor one by the club. Um, I think the club was in a position where they let players and, and aspirational people in the club make decisions. Is that harsh in saying mediocre players? Well, players that probably players that hadn't set the world on fire um, for a consistent amount of years and time at a club or at any club have a standing in the game that can make a decision on the well-being of the coach because, quite frankly, players aren't smarter than the coach. Mm. You've let Brooks go? As well, well, yeah, it's, that's good for Brooks. That's good for Luke Brooks. Brooks needs that. You reckon change. he's kicking himself now, though? No, no, I think he just needs that change. He needs a change, and um, you know, this, is a, this is a kid that's never played finals. So incredible, isn't it? So all in all, uh, to get back to you really quickly to to finish off Shane Richardson, what you're going to get is you're going to get a, a guy that's going to make some strong choices that are going to upset a lot of people, but mm. it's going to make it's going to be good for the club in the end as well. Um, lots of texts coming through um, about the West Tigers. I know some tongue-in-cheek are going, geez, thanks. Uh, now my Dragons are going to be wooden spooners uh, next Ryan, year. Ryan Pappenhausen. Was he a West Tiger? He's a West Tiger. And go. Simon from Balgani really quickly says, I don't think there's a rugby league fan out there that doesn't have a soft spot yeah. for the West Tigers or doesn't want success from them. Well said, Simon. I you know, I'd only spent a year at the club, but I thoroughly enjoyed my year at the club. I really did. From their CEO Steve Noyce, their coach Tim Sheens, to Brian Harder, the head of train, the the head one of the head trainers, um, you know, just 
really yeah. good people in the club. So, Simon, I think you're right there. There are a lot of people that that do have a soft spot for the Tigers there. Um, it's funny because um, I heard today, so like a lot of the decisions recently have been kind of marketing decisions. Mm. You know, how do we get the fans excited about the club? Bringing back your Tim Sheens, bringing in Benji Marshall, like a double ticket and all that stuff, and everything's failed. Mm. Like the Sheens experiment failed badly. Yeah, it, it did. It did. Um, it was embarrassing, Sats. But in, in saying that, there was no real – there was no – I'm not blaming Sheensy for this, by the way. The, the club is the, the the game itself is lacking the depth of high quality, and I'm I'm not saying quality coaches. I'm saying high quality coaches, like experienced. Yeah, and Tim Sheens, to his credit, sort of said he put his hand up and said, "I'll come and, yep. and do it." And I, but unfortunately, Tim just took too much on, yep. and and it was um yeah it was the end of him. So. Yeah, Mark on. Yeah, yep. sorry, you're gonna say Mark yeah, on the text seven three six sums it up for Tigers fans. About bloody time up the Tigers. Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. That's the good oil. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. We'll get some cricket news. Oh, there's been other rugby league news around today as well, and we will get to that. A lot of money being thrown around for Adam Fanua Blake as mm. well. We're talking millions. As Dr. Evil would say. I'm going to back up Michael Shamus here, one of the journos who came up with the – I think what he said about this last week is is spot on. And a good friend of yours uh, has had his day in court today and has been found not guilty. We'll get to that by the end of the show as well. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. What, what about all the uh, listeners reminding us that Ryan Pappenhausen played me on I the know. 20? <laughs> I did not know that. You learn something yeah. every night on this show, on Sports Day. Don't say we're idiots. We'll mm. learn you. Don't worry about that. Hey, um, coming up uh, real soon, we're going to get into some BBL action. In fact, for those listening to uh, SEN, uh, you'll go to be bash action really soon. I think it's the Thunder taking on the Heat mm. in Canberra. So it's only the third game in five days for the Heat, so I can't work out the, the schedule. I cannot work it out. But anyway, we'll talk about that uh, real soon. More rugby league news around uh, today, mate. Uh, the Dragons have offered Adam Fanua Blake a four-year deal worth 4.5 mil, uh, with the Sharks also tabling an offer sats for around one million per season. I, d- I don't know. Um, I don't know much around the length of the offer from the Sharks. But if you had to choose between the Dragons and the Sharks, and you were Fanua Blake, what would you choose? I think the Sharks. I think Adam Fanua Blake's a missing. The missing link for the Sharks. You know, we keep saying, I just don't know what it is about the Sharks. I can't put my finger on it. They've got a really good team. They got. I think they've got one of the strongest strongest uh, depth rost- rosters. When players are out injured, you throw in a really good player. And uh, But in saying that, um, does it come down to money? I'm not quite sure. Does it come down to premierships? He hasn't won one. So. so but he wants to leave, and we spoke to Cameron George, the CEO of the Warriors last week about this. He wants to leave on compassionate grounds. 
and come back to Sydney, right? So he left Manly on compassionate grounds. Went to the Warriors. Yeah, to go to the Warriors. Now he wants to leave to come back to Sydney on compassionate grounds. Now if these, I don't know how much Adam Fanua Blake is exactly on at the moment. Michael Chamis, who is a really good reporter, really good journal, and a terrific man, he actually made a comment last week, which I had, I've got to agree with. He said, if Adam Fanua Blake leaves the Warriors, Gary Belcher, our, our fine colleague, used to bang on about this all the time, yeah. and I couldn't agree with him even more. Michael Shamus, he followed that up last week. He said, if he leaves the Warriors, he shouldn't be able to leave for a cent more on the years that he's still contracted to Absolutely. the Warriors. I can't agree with that anymore. He can, he can leave for a cent less if he's coming back for compassionate grounds, but he, he shouldn't be allowed to sign for a cent more at another club. Now, whatever club he goes to, if he does indeed go and, and doesn't stay at the Warriors after 2024, we asked Cameron George about, well, do you then start negotiating with the club about some player swaps? That's all part of the conversation. This is where, yeah, I, I agree with that. He's got to get something out of it. And if he doesn't, do what the Melbourne Storm do. They're the best at this. Well, you're not leaving. Exactly. You're I, staying right here. I can't agree with you anymore because, and unfortunately, every player is different. Yeah. I, and this I, player is so important to your organisation. You can't really have a even swap for an Adam Fanua Blake unless it's a James Fisher-Harris or a Payne Haas. Yeah. And the other thing is as well, I'm sure the Warriors through Cameron George and the exec team there and management and coaching staff, they would they would support Adam Fanua Blake to the moon and back. Mm. And they I'm sure they can put in systems around him which will help him deal with whatever anxiety he has uh, and needs to get back to Sydney about. I'm sure they can work with him on that. So I understand the compassionate grounds being used here and who are we to judge and say whether it is or isn't? But I'm sure the club can manage help him manage that as well. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Absolutely, I'd like to think so. But, you know, to answer your question, if you had a choice out of Dragons and Sharks, well, one, I don't know his motivation. Is his motivation money or premierships? It's not my Well, depending again how long this deal is for the – how old is Adam Fennell Blake? Oh. Is he 30? No, no, no. He's – I'm just going to look now, but I, I think he'd be – I reckon he'd be 26, oh, okay. 27. So he's 28. 28, there we go. So twenty. So so if he – thanks for that, Daddy. If he – four-year deal, that gets him to 32. How good's my math? Um, I'm sure the Sharks will be tabling something similar, three, four-year deal, given mm. his age. Three years. So if you look at one million a year, it's one million versus 1.25. Now, I'm not – I'm not – no, 1.15 mm. or something like that. I mean, I'm not sneezing at 100 grand a year, but – I don't know. I think I'd like to win a premiership. When yeah. you're looking, when you're looking at one hundred thousand, mm. when you're getting a mil, you know, I don't think it's that much. Or the Sharks might be able to come up. Or is he a better chance of winning a premiership at the Warriors? Oh, absolutely. Ab well, yeah. But it's it's compassionate grounds, not anything. Yeah. Before we go to the break, Paul Kent, uh, Fox Journo and and News Corp Journo has been found not guilty of assaulting his ex girlfriend in court today. That was only about a, a day and a half in court. It was a very quick decision. Yeah, it was. And uh, listeners might be out there saying, how come you haven't commented on this before? Because it's before the courts and it's quite sensitive. And yeah. you think about it, there's there's also a, another person on the side of this as well, which, um, but uh, yeah, he got found not guilty. Like you said, yeah, it was quite quick. Um, the, the magistrate has said the evidence about the uh, the other the other party had you know, broke into his house and, um, he had the right to protect 
protect his uh, his belongings, whatever that may be. So, yep. yeah, pretty quick decision. Now the next question is, and we've got plenty of text here actually saying that, uh, have you read Paul Kent's book about Johnny Lewis? It's outstanding. Yeah, it is. You're right. Uh, it's sad that someone has to go through that based on false allegations. Yeah, you're right. We see it quite happen, uh, happen quite often. Um, also, uh, we've got a got one here about uh, does he des- does he return to his job at News Limited and Fox Sports? Rooster Muzz said, um, "I hope so." Does he get his job back? So that's going to be the next the next question. Yeah, we talked about that today. Off, yeah, again before yeah. the show, it's like, yeah, does he get his job back now? So can he get a job as part of our? Well, um, look, I think we'll find room for him. Welcome to NRL 180, dissecting the big talking points from half the angles. Oh, can't he? Oh, you, you, you think based on employment law that he that he would get his jobs back? I'm sure yeah. you'll sort that out with yep. uh, with Rupert in no time. Hmm. Uh, break time. This is Sports Day BBL on the way. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. I tell you, where's the first hour of the show going, Satsy? We are doing Sports Day thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Time Good to hear there's not a lot of fires around at the moment for the farmers. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's been very good. There's other stuff coming up north, though, um, like cyclones uh, for our farmers in Queensland. Hey, Rooster Muzz has texted in also and said, what Sports Day gang would Paul Kent be in? I think oh, he's in, he's in the angry mob, or, 100%. Or he'd be a goodwill hunting. No, he's... Because he's an intelligent guy. He's in the angry goodwill hunting. Like, he, so he, he's got his own group. He's, he's got... Mate, he's got pitchforks, can't he? You see, mate, have you, I know he hasn't been on NRL 360 for a long time, but mm. he does yell a bit. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, big bash update. And a cricket update for twoies. I feel like a twoies or two drink. Uh, responsibly satsy. Sydney yep. Sixers beat the Hobart Hurricanes easily last night by six wickets. I know it came down to the last over, but they're always in action. Mm. Uh, the Thunder are taking on the Heat. Third game in five days. Yeah, I, I don't get the scheduling. I, I don't know. Either. I thought the Rugby League scheduling was a little bit sketchy, but the uh, the BBL, yeah, the BBL is uh, it's it's difficult to follow. This game's in Canberra. They've they've kept the covers on the pitch, which is great. The Thunder have won the black bat the black flip. What? I, I just had a strike. So the Victorians call it the rooftops. You know that. Yeah, they won yeah. the bat flip and they've chosen to field in that game. And look, I've got some breaking news out of Perth ahead of the first test. Really? Between Australia and Pakistan, which you'll hear on SEN and the SEN app. Uh, the big news today is, is the pitch is drier than expected. <laughs> you know it's a bad news day. And then the West Tigers come out and say, hold my beer. Mm. We've got some stuff exactly. for you. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at Nutrient. That was our BBL update. Thanks to Tui's. I feel like a, a Tui's or two. Make sure you drink responsibly. More stuff from the West Tigers to unpack. Um, if you want to continue listening to Sports Day, go to the SEN app or continue listening through the Super Radio Network. SEN stations, of course, are going to BBL 13. The Thunder and the Heats, live from Monica Oval, that is next. This is Sports Day, back in a moment.
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Can I, uh, just as we start hour two of Sports Day, welcome back to it. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network and those listening uh, on the SCN app. Great to have you uh, on board, Sats. Can I just thank you mm-hmm. for not having broccoli again tonight? <laughs> no, broccolini. Oh, mate, it stinks when you heat it up. Yeah, that that well, combined with the out-of-date out salmon. Well, things that are usually healthy for you don't smell and taste no, don't, the best. Don't try and fat shame him. I went to the gym again this morning. I coffee with him, listeners, after he'd been to the gang. Uh, the, um, the gang? The gang. I just, I just, no, I just, read, I just read a text here from Muzz, and I saw the word gang there. But uh, after he'd been to the gym, yep, that's all I'll say. Did you have a shower? Because I think you got staying clothes No, no, on. I changed my T-shirt. Okay. I had a, uh, a light blue one on. Yep. I've got different pants on as well, mm. slightly. Hey, um, geez, the text message is going nuts. Uh, read the West Tigers. Big news if you're just... Waking up or you've, you know, been busy today. The West Tigers board, or bar one, have stood down today. Uh, Barry O'Farrell, the former New South Wales Premier, and who was uh, uh, the uh, chairman for a short time. About eight or nine months, back uh, in 2019, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, going in as interim chairman. He was going to bring the big end of town to the West Tigers. That's what he said. Is that what he said? Yep. Today or back in 2019? <laughs> back in 2019. Right, well, hope he might be able to do that again. Um and, of course, Shane Richardson, uh, former Sharks, Penrith, and South Sydney CEO. Will go he was in also as... head of the 17th bid for the, uh, the Firehawks. The Brisbane he was. Firehawks, he was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll be coming in as interim chairman. Both those appointments in the new year, and they'll work on turning the club He's around. He's a formidable opponent, <laughs> Richo. He's Sorry very... about my coughing. He's a formidable opponent. Um, and, you know, he, Richo over the years has... He gets under the grill of a lot of people, and uh, but in saying that, he's you know he's he knows his place in the game. He knows the game very well, very very well. So I've got to say, West Tigers, don't allow him to be an interim. I'd say I'd try and you're locking him in long term. No, I'm trying to keep him in the club for at least two years, and then just assess where his desire is at through that second year. But I think the two years, well, he's, he's shown that he can make a huge difference. He did it at Cronulla. He turned them into a, a real premiership force in the sort of late in the 90s. Uh, they were minor premiers in 99, I think it was, from argument's sake. And um, and then, of course, he did it at Penrith. And then, of course, he did it at South Sydney as well. Keith from Tarees made a great suggestion. What's that? Barry O'Farrell. Maybe we could have Julia Gillard as strength and conditioning. Well, is there something behind that? I don't get oh, that. I don't. Well, let's just get more politicians Oh, in. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Which yeah. politician would, would be? Mm-hmm. Um, a good player. I a mean, good player. Yeah, elbow crap. Mm. We, we'll get that text again tonight. <laughs> Elbow's a flock. <laughs> Every night, <laughs> listeners. Mention him. We, uh, we get a we get a text from a listener just going, "Elbow is a flog." Who'd be a good Who'd be a good player? Uh, I reckon Tony Abbott would have been a little wily little customer in his day. Yeah, winger. Old, winger. Old, olden day winger. Yeah, yeah. When wingers didn't have to be six foot two. Well, they did nothing. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, he looks good in speedos. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. I don't know if he still does now. Jackie Lambie would be like a oh, good sledger. Hook, Very good sledger. Absolute number nine. I was going to say hooker, but number nine. <laughs> she would be, yeah, she'd be at your day. She'd be a pest. She'd be like a Michael Innes. Yeah. Just chirping away all yep. day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who else is there? Mm. Barnaby Joyce. Barnaby Joyce would be an old school, like a lock forward. You know, yeah. in the old days when you could, you know, you'd jam your knee into their neck and in the scrums he'd be. His big old beetroot head. Yeah, he'd be trying to get, win the loose. He'd be trying to win the win the, the loose head so he can get closer to the ball in the scrum if he was a hooker or something like that. He, mm. Penny Wong, halfback. Penny Wong. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Not quite sure where Penny would, would fit. Um, Anastasia? Oh, well, she's retired from the game. Has she? She's gone. Okay. Mate, she's handed in a week's notice. Mm. There's a cyclone hitting Queensland tomorrow morning. Or Jake, where are you? Where where have you gone? Is, is she Like is you're she, still the Premier. Is Hello? She's still the Premier. Yes, yeah, till okay. Friday. Friday. She's gone, here's my leave. Mm. See, she's one of those people that won't turn up last week at work. Dan Andrews, but he have to tape his ears back. <laughs> I mean, cauliflowered ears after probably three or four appearances. <clears throat> yeah, no, he'd be no good. He's too soft. Yeah. Too soft. Mm. Uh, Glenn's joining us on the phone now. Glenn, hello. <laughs> good evening, Justin. G'day, Sats. Daddy Vats, how are you, boys? Good, Glenn. Can we get your views, please, on the, uh, on the West Tigers board shake-up today, please? Um, I think uh, it's long term. It's going to be a very good thing for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know a great deal about the setup at the West Tigers, but just from what I've heard, a lot of people think that long term it could be good. So this let's hope it is. Glenn, very intelligent. Glenn, you obviously yeah. you're the you're the biggest TV reviewer in the country, number yep. one in a lot of people's yeah. opinion, not mine. Uh, and of course, right. it's on, it's on Fox now, Tiger Town. Uh, what did you make of that? I haven't watched, so I don't have Fox, mate. I, unlike you, Justin, I don't get paid that much that I can afford to have all these UBU extras on my TV. What about so. The Bachelor? Have you been watching the new episode of The Bachelor, oh, which has got a sports, yeah, I, I, it's got I, I, Luke that, Bateman in it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've got, no, I, I, I told Daddy that I'd keep it short and sweet tonight and save it for probably the last ever, uh, not the last ever, but the last of this year. Oh, is this the last one for this year? Then, you ripper! Uh, tomorrow. So, oh. anyway, a, a very emotional Max walked away with £10,000 on tipping point yesterday. Oh, for God's crying sake. Uncontrollably you are the worst TV reviewer ever. And well done, Harry. Harry. So, he's not watching The Bachelor, which is one of the hottest yeah. shows at the moment. There you go, Steve. There's your update right there. Mm. You know... Oh, so funny. Mate, he's, a very he's, funny man. he's run his race, hasn't he? Hey, Canara Cowboy, Can David you... Pocock, enough said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the whole front row. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> can can we get some consensus around here? Glenn's run his race. Is that right? Done, dusted? No. No, I'm more for it. Aubergine, if you want to see Glenn go. We've already done this before. He's going. No, it's overwhelming, in, overwhelming support. For Glenn to be part of the show. Michael from the Gold Coast. Richardson uh, is the CEO. Does that mean Wayne Bennett is the coach? No, Benji's there for five years. Mm. Which I think is was a stupid decision at the time as well. Five years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see the reason behind stability, but... Stability, Untried coach. Yeah, stability for a coach is, for five years has got to be... 
an experienced coach, yeah. So I thought that was a – it wasn't the greatest of decisions. Good but. question from Michelle Adubbo. Um, Scott Fulton keeping his position at the Tigers. Don't know. Never heard about him. Don't know. So he's come across from Manly. Uh, don't know whether he's he's kept the position or not as part of the review. That's an interesting one, Michelle. All right, we're going to get into three burning questions, but we don't have Daddy in the studio at the moment. Where's he? He's coming. Uh, by the way, Sports Day presented by Kia and World Gym and Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Daddy's joining us now. Here he is. Hey, listen, I didn't tell the um, – actually, I've got to give you some advice, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, got a, he got a gift box last week from – was it Paramount? Uh, I don't like to bloat. As he got a gift box. You know, what was Did you say I don't like to bloat? Yeah, that's yeah. that's me. <laughs> you don't like to gloat. Yeah, gloat. that's yeah. Gloat. yeah. So I had Sorry, to bring from our Brisbane office. I had to bring down this box that was addressed to Daddy Vass. Is this the streaming service Paramount? Well, I think so. It? I had it on there, and then I had Callum Vass producer. So I brought it down for him. It, it like I think they've got it mixed up. And anyway, mm-hmm. opens it up. Bottle of Maui. What? Are you serious? And champagne glasses. Yeah. Now, you know, we've got a rule here. You've got to actually declare every gift you get over certain over 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, because then you have to pay tax on it. You know that? Where are we going? No, I'm, ser- no, I'm serious. Have you have you registered it? Because it's a, a gift. It's, a, it's yeah, it's yeah. a fringe benefit. Mm. Daddy, I'm serious, mate. Anything over 50 bucks. Okay. You have to otherwise, mate, you... Could get fined. You Glenn could be in has, jail. Glenn has just proved what we already knew. His articulate views across all topics is second to none. Without doubt, the show's smartest listener. Steve, get lost. <laughs> Seriously, are you on the Susie Wong's in Dubbo? <laughs> okay. Seriously. Three burning questions, toolkit Dubbo. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Daddy, take it away. Boys, uh, first one. Now, yep. the Dally M. Yes. Big ward in rugby league, as we know. Now, yep. I'm just sats. We'll start with this. Are you happy with the current system and, well, the, and the voting system? Yeah, I'm a coach. Oh, coach. I'm a, um, I'm a judge, and I'm happy with the new system. I think it's the best system we've had, where we had two judges giving three, two, one. So any player can earn maximum six points. I like that. No one knows who the other judge is, so you can't communicate with that that person, whether it's a journo or an ex-player, whatever it may be. I do think that. I do think we could reward at two different milestone points throughout the season, um, a bonus point for whoever's leading the Dally M's at that point, maybe round 10, round 20, because at round 27, we know the we know the winner of the – well, we don't know straight away, but th- that's when voting is cut off, that there is going to be an eventual winner or winners. But I think we could probably reach a milestone around round 10 and round 20 where if you're leading the Dally M, I'd like to see a bonus point given to player or players – Round 20, they start to sort themselves out a little bit more. There's one player usually that's sort of out in front, and then it's the run home through to round 27, and it gets announced obviously the week later. So mm. I, I do think there is, there's a way to award the – because the, the Dally M is the best player of the season. And I think if you are if you are leading the Dally M's at any given part of the year, there could be those two, those two dates – Round ten, round twenty. What, that you're leading, and that you could you get those bonus points, which mm. which proves that you're the best player throughout the season. But what's the thinking behind this? Why? Oh well, you know, there's some players that that have really good periods of a season, maybe fourteen or fifteen rounds, as opposed to players like Sean Johnson. I think collectively across the whole season, Sean Johnson 
was arguably probably the best player. And now I'm talking about across the entire season. So that's just saying that Johnson got robbed. No, I'm not saying that. But then why didn't he get three points both games then? Well, probably because they were going so well and he shares some points as well. Shares points with his teammates. So that's, I think, and I'm not saying this is you. Mm. It could be other select selectors. Is, is it, I think there's a motion that gets involved towards the end of the season as teams lead into the finals. Mm. Because it, like a Ponga, or, or like we saw a few seasons ago with Tom Dravojevic, if, if a team's going on a run home... And Jared Hayne back in 09, yeah. You're going to get more excited about that than you are at the start of the season, right? Yeah, you make a good point. But, but then again, if they're winning and that player is just out and out the best player on the field, there's no denying that he's, that he's going to get maximum points. Cause, and it's to use Callum Pong as an example, and don't get me wrong, I mean, he's, he's a really good ornament to the game. He's an amazing athlete. And that run that he had home, and not only just him, but Newcastle, I mean, they were winning. They were winning in front of big crowds and... He was the most exciting player on the field. He was the one that's creating the most opportunities at the back end of the season for the Knights. So. But I think it's amazing that he won last year because he was injured. He was out for a while mm. with head knocks and stuff. He decided not to play Origin, which is going to lead to my next point. And yep. then he concentrated on playing club footy. What I don't, understand, I, I don't agree with your method of giving bonus points because I think as a spectacle, if you're leading, you get a bonus point, then no one's going to come from behind and snatch the Dally M off you, right? Mm. And I think that's that kind of hurts that. What I reckon should happen, which could could even it up a little bit more, and in the last two years, players who played Origin have not won the Dally M. So this year it was Ponga. Previous year was Nico Hines, yeah. right? Um, I reckon there shouldn't be any judging the weeks of Origin games. So just, like six weeks, five or six weeks. No, no, just the weeks of Origin. So three weeks. Yep. Three games. No judging. It's up to the player. And the club that they want, say, for example, Payne Haas, mm-hmm. who who either played Origin or was rested by the Broncos, remember? He didn't play Origin 3 because he had a niggling injury, mm. apparently, right? The dead rubber. So they rested him. So I, I just – and Payne Haas, tell me how he didn't win the Dallium last year. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's easy like, to say. that it's argue, Arguably, he's been one of the top three best players over the last couple of years, consistently across the entire season. There is a little bit of an anomaly, anomaly about around the origin period where you, you can't get points during origin. And if then you don't back up for your club, you are not earning points as well. Well, that's fine. That's the decision of your club. You know what I mean? So you play origin on the Wednesday night and if you've got to play on Sunday, it's up to the club whether they let you play or not. At the end of the day, they're paying the majority mm. of your wages. Well, the other thing was Sean Johnson was favoured by not having origin, right, Daddy? So he... You know, he had an advantage over the likes of other players, the Payne Husses and that of the world. The so, origin-based players. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know about that bonus point. I, I mean, throw it out to our listeners: oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or double eight double three. Or should we suspend uh, counting the weeks of origin? Mm. So that's three game sats. And let's be honest, the teams are pretty ordinary at that time of the year anyway, and a lot of the stars aren't playing. Yeah, it opens up opportunities for, and I love watching. Yeah, but the they're young not going to have. Yeah, but, but they're not going to have an impact at the end of the season. At the end of the season on Dally M, so make it a, a level playing field. I don't know. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. That took a while, didn't it? Sorry, Daddy. Question just, two. Yeah, I was just thinking too. What if someone like Clint Gutherson mm. plays Origin right? Mm. 
limited minutes, but goes out there and feels like he's, you know, really impacted the game, goes back to club land, mm. backs up, mm. has a really good game, wants to inspire his other players, he'd be going, oh, there's no Dally M. No Dally this points. week. Yeah, I've, I've, I've just played out of my skin. Mm. Yeah, but it affects more, more people the other way. Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really good argument too. I've seen people play Origin and then they go back to Clubland and they just become a whole new yeah. Bradman player. Best is Absolutely. a great example yeah. this year. Yeah. 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 Um, number two, now, we Jace spoke about this off air, but um, David Fafita's pack injury. Yeah. Now, he does have that option at round 10 to actually move on to another club. If yeah. he was to do that... Hasn't would, that flown under the radar now? Oh. Sort of forgotten about, isn't it? Would that peck injury, boys, affect his market value? No. No, because it's not an injury. One, he's still young. Two, it's not an injury that's going to... You would like to think it's not going to be a recurring injury, like a, a hamstring um, or lower back injuries, whatever it may be. And it's not an injury that's going to affect him moving forward. So if you're a player that's got recurring knee injuries, whatever it may be, and... And it just it limits your physical abilities. A pec injury is just you have your surgery, you rest it, you recover it, you come back. A lot of the time, yeah, a large percentage of the time, it, you won't have another problem with it. So will it affect his market value? No, because he's young. He's got, he's got great attributes and clubs identify that. It's gone quiet though, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, from Unless we're missing something. No, I think from all reports that I keep hearing is he <laughs> – well, they all are. They're enjoying Desi's coaching. Like, they're getting hammered like every player does this time of year. But but he's, you know, he's he's upset the apple cart a little bit, Desi, for the good. Yeah. Yeah, for the good. Number three, Daddy. Uh, now, uh, the NRL's marketing campaign to Americans. Do we like it or do we not like it? Now, we learned a bit of a lesson uh, at State of Origin this year. Mm-hmm. Real footy in South Australia. But did we? Have a bit. Of, have they had a bit of a crack at the, the locals there? I, I, when, I, when I went for Origin, I saw the big sign in the main street of Adelaide that said "The Real Footy," and I first looked at it and went, "Wow, I like it." Oh, that's a shot over the bow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, what, what do you mean we learnt our lesson over that? What do you mean? Well, was it good or bad? I, I, I thought it was bad. Some people thought it was arrogant. Ruffle I, the feathers uh, of the locals. But I think as a rugby league fan, I loved it. I loved going into enemy territory and going, you know what? But let's, let's this up, yeah. put it into context. Yeah, we're in enemy territory. It's tongue-in-cheek, and it's our biggest game. Hmm. It's, and there's nothing like it in the world of AFL. And they can never, they can never match State of Origin. I love AFL, right? But they, can't, they, they, they could only dream of having a contest like State of Origin, right, hmm. Sats? Yeah. So I thought it was really good marketing, and they nearly sold the stadium out. They were just, a, I think, a couple of thousand shy, but yeah, I reckon it's outstanding. But what's the marketing in America? What's going on there? Oh, well, they've put out their ad, no pads, no helmets. Now, uh, it's copped a lot of criticism. From who? Online. Oh, God. From from Americans, because are we, are we saying that the game is soft? Oh. Are they saying that the game is soft? NFL? Yeah. Not a chance. Now, they're saying the Australians are claiming that it's a soft game, no. which we, we know it's not. But there has been some people, which I don't agree with, are saying we're promoting this game with no pads and no helmets and there's collisions. And, and then in round one, if we see players that have to face the judiciary because they've made contact with the head, mm. are we sort of contradicting ourselves? No, it's... 
It's all part of the marketing campaign. Will the, will, will the judiciary be in Vegas, boys? <laughs> will it be like... If you get charged by the judiciary, the match yeah, review committee... You go to the circus circus to face the judiciary. They take your passport off you straight away. Done. Tick. Can't leave the country. Tick. In case you want to get on a plane and leave and not face the tribunal, yeah. they take your passport off you before you run on. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been charged. Yes, guilty. Grade two, reckless yep. high tackle. Four weeks. You can't go anywhere. I'm hanging out with Candy, the ex-stripper, at the Circus Circus We've for got four weeks. NRL staff on the Mexican border, <laughs> just in case you try and get across. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm in Vegas. Come on, Candy. I've become a pole dancer for four weeks. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I'd be going out there and taking everyone's head off. I mean, the field's small, so you're going to run into people, right? Yeah. Does that get taken into consideration? It's going to look like rugby union. Imagine Jared Ray Hargraves in the first 10 minutes. He'd come out with a few bloody... What? 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 What's your language? Forearm. What are you doing that for? <laughs> you can't just come in here and start swearing, mate. Well, you can't talk about legal illegal institutes that people might go to. What? They won't. Over there, they won't. Maybe off the field they will, but not on the field. <laughs> what are you talking about? Candy's a former stripper. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the game. Yeah. What are you talking about, Daddy? I don't know. Oh, what? What's he? I don't know. I've got a headache. I think it's legal anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Hey, listen, uh, Woogie is right, Vasculator. Don't forget a bottle of undeclared. I'm not going to say that. Brought Barry O'Farrell undone when he was New South Wales Premier. We've had a couple of texts about that, didn't we? Mr. Muzz, yeah. Yeah, O'Farrell better declare his gifts. Yeah, because when he was in office, he'd, he he got a $3,000 Bottle of wine, wine didn't declare, didn't declare it. it. Didn't and he then lose he, his job over it? He got sacked, yeah. Really? Wow. 097's been back on the text again. Alba was a flog. <laughs> there you go. Sports day. Uh, thank you, mate, for the three burning questions. All good. And the confusion. I, got, I had no idea what happened I don't at the know. end, man. I still don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Look how close Were you talking about is. Candy the stripper or the rugby league game? At the end there? Yeah. Uh, some comments that Jace made. About what? I just I don't I don't. Circus Circus is about Circus Circus, because that's a casino. Oh, is it Pink Flamingo? That's a casino too, isn't it? Yeah, they're all casinos. Are you thinking they're? Hey, there's that new bar. A over different there. establishment. There's that yeah. new bar over there, no. isn't there? The, the big pool. Yes. Massive pool with all those huge screens around the pool, and no one gets out. That's concerning. It is. Yeah. I remember I was in Bali, at I think it was the Dynasty. Or dynasty hotel or something, and I sat at I sat at the pool bar yeah. all day. I was the only one who left and went to the toilet. Were you wrinkled? I was very. My fingers were so wrinkled. Yeah, I stunk of urine afterwards, <laughs> but I left. And in the end, I'm okay. I'm going to admit, in the end, I thought, stuff it. I'm. Why should I get out? So mm. I'd swim away. Yep. And then yeah. I come back again. Who so hasn't? Everyone's done that. Yeah, I'd say. So. Yeah, yeah. They've I, got um. They've got one of those wheels. Like you know those, you know those, What's you know those Ferris, you know those um, big Ferris wheels. You yeah, can go on? yeah. They've got one on those. Did you say Ferris or Ferris? Ferris, <laughs> as in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah. And you go in there, and it's just unlimited drinks, and it, like, it goes for an hour. Drink, drink responsibly. It, yeah. What are you? Where is, where, this, where is this? In, in Vegas. It, oh, I'm talking sh- about the Dynasty it's, it's, Hotel. No, it's just off the Strip there. Um, ah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not bad. No. <laughs> Daddy, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just worried about these players. I'm like, worried about you. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about them. They're all right. 
Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear in store and online. Good work, mate. Make sure you declare that bottle of Moet. Will do. Sports Day, back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. For World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. For Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for all Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Hello, if you're listening to us in far north Queensland uh, through the SCN app. Our thoughts are with you. I spoke to a mate today. He's all ready to rock and roll. He's got the penthouse in this high-rise in Cairns. It's mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a hotel. It's where all actually the, the footy teams stay, like South were there, and he runs into all the teams when they play in Cairns. Jock Sniffer, yeah. In the lifts. Yeah, he is a bit of one of those. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, and anyway, he's, um, he said, mate, I'm, we're fine. We've been to Dan Murphy's. We've got our order. Uh, we're raring to go. And he said, people in Cairns just don't care. It's it's just bad weather for them. Mm. In the meantime, there's a Category 2 cyclone making its way to Port Douglas and Cairns tomorrow morning at some stage. So if you are listening, make sure you keep your ear on uh, emergency broadcasts on radio and, and also check for updates online. Fingers crossed everyone is okay. A lot of tourists there at the moment, Satsy, particularly from Sydney and and southeast Queensland, yeah. head up to Cairns uh, for Christmas. Huge tourist destination. You haven't even been there. It's actually a really nice place. Mate. Port Douglas, just up Palm Cove, Port Douglas. God's yeah. country. Absolutely love it. Palm Cove is one of my favourite places. And if I'd like to have a couple and get out amongst it, Cairns, oh, it's, it's, it's lawless. It's wonderful. Yeah, one of my top three favourite spots, the Rattle and Hum is there. Yep. I love the Rattle and Hum. Well, it's yeah, it's good. Uh, save time and water. Irrigear is here. Uh, Netball Australia CEO Kelly Bryan has stepped down. Another one. Days after the pay dispute was resolved. I wonder if this was in relation to finally getting that pay resolved. Well, she's saying that. She's saying now the deal's done. There's some stability, uh, a little bit of vision and some certainty for the players. It's time to hand on the reins to a new leader. She only took over in 2021. And uh, what, they won the Common Games, the World Cup as well, and reached the CPA agreement, which is a fair, fair bit in two years, um, just under two years. So she's feeling the timing is right. So yeah, it's 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 probably a good legacy to leave. Yeah, if that's in fact why it's happened, it's it's a good legacy to leave on. Hey, um, one for twenty three, by the way. The Heat against uh, the Thunder after four overs at Monica Oval. Uh, Joshy Brown back into the Heat team tonight. Remember, he's the one who's banging or smashing all the sixes last year. And he's the bat maker. Is he? He came straight from club cricket mm-hmm. into the Heat team. Amazing. He, and he led he led the BBL last year in most amount of sixes. Yeah, it used to always in the happen power like surge. that, team. What? It used to always happen like that, didn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Players would come from club cricket and, I mean, Ian Healy started that way, didn't he? Peter yep. Anderson was the, was the wicketkeeper, broke his fingers twice. This guy called Ian Healy got a start for Queensland. and Heels is from the same club as mm. Josh, so... Uh, well, Josh is from the same club as Hills. But the other guy who's not out at the moment is Colin Munro. Mm, they got and, the 99 the other night. Mate. I mean, you know Maxie Bryant, don't you? Yep. 
the one who decided to hit three fours in a row and leave his mate stranded at the non-strikers. He's a good rugby league player, Maxie Bryan. Was he? He's from Coogeon Hornets, which is just over the border into Kingscliff. Big unit. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, his mum and dad are just great rugby league people. They are. Well, he's, his old man's a detective actually in New South Wales Police. Mm. Rooster Muzz says, I, "I don't. Is this is this nice enough to read? No, can't read that one. Can't read it. He's off the bit again, Rooster Muzz." Now, let's get back to a lot of our texts uh, in relation to today's news around the West Tigers. Um, and William Worm, three top eight appearances in 24 seasons, and one of those was a, pr- a premiership year. What a basket case. I didn't realise there was only, there's only that many Well, Brooks, did, Brooks didn't play in a final in no, 10 years. No, he didn't, yeah. So there's nothing from 2013. Yeah. Hey, Sats, question is, is Gus Gould the poor man Shane Richardson, Paul from Belrose? <laughs> no, Paul. You know what? He's not a. He's not even a patch on Shane nah, Richardson. Well, no, he does some good things at clubs. Gus, does he, he? does. Yeah, he did some good things at at Penrith. Which, well, they wouldn't be where they are today without Gus, would they? No, they would. They're in a better position than that. What they were many years ago because of Gus, as and, well. And the Bulldogs are they heading in that direction as well? I think they are. Okay. Yeah. As a St. George supporter, feels like you handed us a spoon. Good luck, West, good luck, West Tigers. 398 says, uh, I'll agree with uh, Benny. The Tigers will not get the wooden spoon next year. I'll say the Raiders of the Dolphins will. Phil and Golgong. No, how can the Dolphins get the wooden spoon if they stay fit with Flegler, Farnworth going there? Like, nah. Yeah. I can't see the Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins will make the eight. I don't think they will, but they'll yeah they'll upset a few, won't they? How will it go? How how do you reckon it'll go with the players knowing it's Bennett's last year as head coach? Yeah, it, it's an interesting one because when players sign with the Dolphins, they sign because they're going to get coached by Wayne. But there does there becomes this real. Um, do they start looking at another club or not? No, no? Well, they start looking more towards Christian Wolf. What Wayne Bennett will do, Christian Wolf will do a lot of the coaching this year. Well, Wayne hasn't been a lot of the preseason this year, which, which he's just allowed the assistant coach, which, which I think is very smart because as a player, you know that he's hovering around somewhere. You don't know whether he's watching from a distance. You don't know what. You've been know. hiding in the bushes. <laughs> uh, see when you turn your head towards the button bar, which <laughs> buttons are you going to push? But, um, but so his aura allows him not to be there, but his assistant coach, he puts a lot of faith in. So like he did with Jason Demetrio at South, he'll allow Christian Wolf to do a lot of coaching this year, uh, a really easy handover. But it's it's the non-presence of the man at training when he's not there. Now, we don't know what role he's going to play with the Dolphins moving forward, but it's the non-presence of him not being there, which is um, which for some players, they get a little bit of separation anxiety, if that makes sense, when they've yeah, had a lot of faith yeah. in players. Like Darius yeah. Boyd, I mean, like or dislike Darius as a, as a player, as a, whatever it may be, um, the image of a player, he just knew that Wayne would get the best out of him emotionally. Yeah. Yep. And he played really well under Wayne. So Jeremy Smith was the same. Bo Scott was the same when they experienced him. They uh, And players can get, they can get a little bit of separation anxiety from Wayne because he simplifies everything and makes you feel good about it, about yourself as well. So uh, I've, got, I've got to say, but Christian Wolf, I've got a massive rap on him. He's a comes from a great family. And his brother, Benny Wolf was the assistant coach at the Dragons. He's a really good guy. Both of them are really good rugby league people. Success in the Super League. Yeah, he's just a good man. He's 
He's hard too. We spoke to him and I think I made the comment to you after we chatted to him. I'm like, geez, I, I want to play for that bloke. Yeah, he's... I believe in what he's thrown out there. Both good fighters. Who? Benny and Christian Wolf. Oh, I thought it was Benny? Yeah, Benny Wolf and Christian Wolf. Oh, I thought you were talking about Benny. No, not Wayne Bennett. Oh, had, right. Okay. Benny, Wayne Bennett have a long reach. <laughs> that's right. Long Premier's reach, but that's about it. Um, yeah. Buds, Budster's been on the text before we go to break. Perth Tigers? Question mark. Joking, lads. Seems a considered decision has been made. Good luck to them. Good luck, Benji and the club. Isn't it funny? Um, and we have got some negative ones, which, we'll, which we have been getting to and we'll continue to get to, but... Isn't it funny with a decision like today, how the narrative has slowly started to turn with positive, some positive news around the club and mm. responses? Because, you know, we're getting people saying, hey, listen, good luck to the club. I don't support the club, but good luck to them. So, um, yeah, good on them. Mark from Prairiewood, Sats, you just rattle off the areas where the Tigers are going very well. So what the hell has been going on and what's been the problem? Well, Mark, earlier on, I think we, point. we tried to touch on that. I think... Um, I think they did have a board that in some areas they did try to, I suppose, delve into the rugby league operations a little bit too much. They didn't have a general manager of rugby league for a period of time, which is really important. Yeah, he becomes the the buffer zone from the CEO on the board all the way down through the yep. the coaching, the playing group. They didn't have that person there. Um, I thought that when they got rid of Michael Maguire, they took 10 steps backwards because he's a hard coach that has a high standard for players. And now a very sought-after coach, very much sought-after. Well, we've seen what he's like with South. They've got high-calibre, high-elite players that like to train hard, play yep. hard. Um, he recruited well. The New Zealand Warriors, uh, New Zealand Rugby League team as well, what they've just achieved. and Come on, the Blues. So And now he's got the Blues Are as you well. nervous about the Blues next year? I'm always nervous, Origin time. But probably more so now with, with Madge as the coach. And that's, that's not a kick in the pants to Freddie. Freddie, I, th I was always nervous with Freddie because Freddie just gets origin. Mm. Now, he didn't get the results because Queensland, unfortunately for New South Wales supporters, they just keep finding these these little areas. Well, they went through that massive period where they couldn't get beaten and then all of a sudden New South Wales finds some success and all of a sudden an untried coach in Billy Slatter arrives and proves yeah. that he's just made for origin. Yeah, but... Then you've the, got Reese Walsh emerges from nowhere. And the Blues then, have been... Absolutely decimated by injuries. Mm. Like Yeah, with no Latrell and most notably no, probably uh, mo no Tommy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, anyway, one text before we go to the break. Uh, what Shane Richardson did at Penrith was outstanding. He'll never be forgotten by members and fans. He should be appointed full-time CEO at the Tigers moving forward. That's Willow from Windsor. Yeah, mate. And our South supporters will never forget what he did at the Rabbitohs as well. He's successful. He brings premierships. Well, he went into South. Well, there you go. He went into South exactly the same. They just come back in the competition. That's right. A few years before. Yep. They were, New ownership. They weren't a team that was ever going to really challenge you for, for 80 minutes in those early first few years. So he went to Penrith when they were where they were. He went to South in exactly the same position. Now is at the West Tigers, and this is why he's really good at crisis management. There you go. Yeah. Right at Sports Day break time, uh, that was our sports update for Irrigear. Offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. 
building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The Big Bash is on uh, tonight. The Heat won for 46 after seven overs. Hey, Sats, I made a joke about this earlier tonight, and I've had some text messages come through as well. What what can you share with us? Mm. What happened between your old man, if you're okay telling the story, your old man and Shane Richardson yeah. in a lift? Oh, yeah, no, so... At, was it Carrara Stadium? Yeah, my dad and Shane Richardson were in a pretty vulnerable... Shane was in a very vulnerable situation one day, and it stems back to when... I was told by him when I was at the Panthers that they can't keep me at the club. They can't fit me under the salary cap. So I thought, um, okay. And then telling an old dinosaur like my dad who doesn't understand what a salary yeah. cap is and is all about loyalty and he couldn't understand it. So basically he wanted to, he wanted to, um, he wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to Say hurt it. Shane Richardson. Right. And so I said. In the no. lift. Now, so I said. That, don't worry about it. You know, the decision's been made. It's all right. Let's just move forward. No, no, no. It's all right. But then I had to sit down my dad and I had to try and educate a, at that stage, a late 60s yeah. uh, year old man about what the salary cap is and why yeah. people. And he finally got it and it actually took me a while to get both he and Richo in, in the same room together. And actually, in the end, they actually became really close again. Yeah, wow. They were really, really close, yeah. So, uh, which, is, which I was proud of because, you know, my old man doesn't forgive easily, but he ended up becoming really good mates again with Richo. And, 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 and I hold Shane Richardson in really high regard as well. So I, I just got to keep reiterating to the West Tigers, you've got a really good person here. And, and even Tiger Davo says, Arvo, boys, great day for the West Tigers. Well done, West Tigers podcast boys, getting the petition started. And the review done. And regarding the Tigers, Magpie Gilgandra. What a great place, Gilgandra. Clean out, had to happen. Now needs six wins from the first 10 premiership games. As easy as that, Magpie. Um, I did joke at the start of the show. I said, listen, as of 2 o'clock this afternoon, our our talkie Mm. uh, was going to be, what's your favourite biscuit? Yep. And then the West Tigers said, look, hold our beer. Yeah. And then bang, this Mm. all broke out. So we had to put the favourite biscuit on hold. We actually weren't going to talk about that. Okay, we've got. Well, you bit, don't know. We've got a little bit more creativity you were on around that. Zoom calls. You're too busy. You're ignoring my call. I was, yeah. Uh, GC Dragon Steve says, "Hey boys, can you get onto the real hot topic of the day? Best chocolate bars. Actually, it was chocolate bars. Yeah. And I, I'm going to say right now, it, it's the cherry right. <laughs> That's up there with the worst. Anything like a Turkish delight. So here he goes. So it's the worst. Guys, we're not going to talk about it. Now you're rubbishing mine. Violet crumble, hands no, down. No, The best chocolate crunchy, bar. Crunchy, I like a peanut. Uh, what's it? A picnic. Surprise. A picnic bar. Break time. Told you. Daddy, put this one up on the board of ideas. Favourite chocolate. We spoke about um, how Shane Richardson's really good with the digital age. And, no. Um, Fishwick. Says the first person to bring the NRL into the digital age was John Hopperway. You should have saved that as your last laugh tonight. Oh, that's right. I got a last laugh. Gonna, we're going to do that next. Uh, this is Sports Day. Uh, we're doing it thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. The all electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. 
building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Ah, we're about to go very soon. This is Sports Day for Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Just a quick um, uh, update for fire coat. No bushfires around yeah. New South Wales at the moment, which is good news. Um, don't forget, have your summer survival plan ready to go and make sure you visit rfs.newsouthwales.gov.au. Uh, thanks to the new fire coat, the first plane proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. We are getting um, text messages about chocolate bars. I told you it was a ripper. What about Ron the Truckie? What? The most forgotten chocolate bar, I think, on the shelf. The Chiquito. Yeah, that was made famous by, was thanks. it Caddyshack or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the one pool. in the pool, yeah. Um, Steve says, cherry ripe in my top ten Turkish delight. Well, you're an idiot, Steve. A poor Keating mm. would be good in our footy team. Best sledger. Yeah. Bondi Jack says, what about Tony the Mad Monk Abbott? <laughs> 340 games in the forwards, boxing champion of Oxford and Rhodes Scholar. He's a triple threat. Yeah, sure is. Uh, did you see the text about our thoughts on Stephen Miles? Going to become the yeah, next premier. Yeah. Tommy oh. from Sydney says, I'd prefer the Dally M to be like the NBA MVP. Just have a large panel and vote once at the end of the season. And the winner is Steph Curry. Yeah. It's hard to remember all the games. You reckon? Yeah, absolutely. He, he, rugby league hasn't got as many games as what the NBA has. So. Yeah, true. Mm, but I, I just vote Cam Murray. The years. Just vote Cam Murray. Mm. Do they have best looking in the Dally M? I do like the idea of an MVP of the finals, and then your Clive Churchill Medal, which is the best game in the grand final, guess best player. I do like that. So, like for example, two thousand twenty-one, Stephen Crichton. Mm. was unbelievable in the finals. He stopped Justin Ollum yep. from scoring against Melbourne, uh, took that intercept in the grand yep. final. Across yeah, the entire finals, he was, he was outstanding. So MVP for the finals, and then your Clive Churchill medal winner for the grand final. Some would argue that Cody Walker was probably one of Penrith's MVPs that day. <laughs> Do you try this On that? Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. It's actually not a, not a joke today. It's actually they never a true story. Today, I was, I was actually caught an Uber today in the office, as you know. And as I got in the office, as in the Uber, uh, the, the Uber driver said, do you mind if I turn some music on? I said, no, it's your car. Go for your life. He said, Kiss. I mean, well, turn the music on first and see how we play. Oh, God. Seriously. Hey, I know he said we're going to have Jai Arrow on the show today. He, um, we had to bump him mm. uh, because of all the stuff going on at the West Tigers. He will be on the show either tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, Daddy Vass will work that out and will certainly let you know. Thanks for all your feedback today with the West Tigers. It's been great. Don't forget, you can grab the podcast, Spotify or Apple iTunes, I think, is where you get them from. Yes. Hey. <laughs> we got to go. See ya. See ya. Goodbye.